born in 1926. He spent his childhood in a small town in West Virginia. When he was 15, John was sent to a prep school in New Hampshire. He graduated from that prep school in 1947 and then went on to Yale to study English and receive a Bachelor of Arts in 1949. Noel started to work as a reporter and wrote theater reviews for a newspaper. John started to write short stories based on his time in his prep school. John Knowles then wrote the book that we are reading, A Separate Piece. And now on to our summarizer, Kevin. Yeah, so like, A Separate Piece is about these boys at this boarding school, kind of private school thing. That's like, it's called the, the School of Devon, or Devon School, and it's, it's, uh, the main characters are this boy named Gene and Finney, and they're, at the beginning of the book, they jump off of this tree into this little, like, river that's by their school, and they do it because they, it's kind of like, a lot of the older kids do it at the school, and they're trying to do it, and I guess it just makes them become popular, they're the first people to do it, and later on, uh, they both do it again, and, uh, Gene ends up, like, shaking the branch, and Finney falls, and breaks his leg on the riverbank. And then throughout the book, just Finney struggles with like coming back to, or like just living with a broken leg. And then he, he's like, Gene and Finney, like they grow his characters together. And then, um, so, and then there's a lot of, other side characters like there's a kid named Elwin LePere and they call him LePere and he ends up enlisting in the army and he wanted to do it with all of his friends when they could all have gone together but then he kind of none of them really follow through with it and he ends up becoming kind of like crazy and like psycho because he got a section 8 discharge which he says is for the nuts and psychos that are in the military and then Everyone starts to figure out that Gene kind of did it on purpose or he accidentally was the one that made Finney fall. And then he, they're trying to figure it out and Lipair comes back because he wasn't there and just kind of blows the whole thing open. And then he finds out, they all find out that Gene kind of did it. And then Finney ends up falling and he goes into the infirmary and he's in there for a while and then Gene goes to check up on him and he finds out that he's dead and Gene doesn't cry at his funeral or anything and that's basically it he died from the bone marrow from the broken leg going into his heart bloodstream the bloodstream yes and now Maya will talk about the things that she's investigated from the book So, I'm going to talk about five things that I investigated from least interesting to most interesting. The first thing that I investigated was the jumping off the tree and what that represents. And basically, trees represent growth and resurrection. And when Jean and Finney jump off the tree, it just basically represents a stunt of their growth. And it's proof of... Jean's recklessness and ability to be easily swayed. The next thing that I, I uh, 
investigated was the ski troops, which Le Pair joined. And some fun facts about that is that this division started out as an experiment and some men were already trained in skiing and the abilities that they needed to be to complete to be deployed but some of them also have never seen a ski in their life when they were learning to ski they included snowshoeing rock climbing and winter uh, weather survival tactics and at the end of 1944 this division joined a war joined joined the war and pulled off daring attacks against germany the Another thing that I researched was uncommon facts about World War II. <laughs> and some fun facts are that the Air Corps saw more casualties than the Marine Corps, and a midwife in Auschwitz delivered 3,000 babies, which saved most of their lives. And for rations, Americans got 22 sheets of toilet paper, while British soldiers only got three. And there the youngest recorded serviceman was Calvin Graham, who was 12. He lied about his age when he enlisted, obviously, and his age was revealed when he was wounded. And during World War II, the largest Japanese spy ring was actually located in Mexico. Fourth thing I researched was the Yellow Peril. They talked about this in a brief moment, like for a sentence. And basically, the yellow peril is the Western fears that Asians, particularly the Chinese, would invade their lands and disrupt Western values such as democracy, Christianity, and technological innovation. The last thing I researched was snowball fights that I found interesting because there was this one scene about a snowball fight, so I just ran with that. In 1863, Confederate troops fighting in Northern Virginia began a friendly snowball fight. Eventually, 9,000 troops got involved. So that was the biggest snowball fight ever recorded. And then another famous snowball fight was Princeton sophomores that put rocks into their snowballs and the aftermath, a photo of the aftermath that went around got pretty famous. And then another one that was kind of recent, in 2013, a German teacher sued the school board for getting injured during a snowball fight with his students. He won the case. And finally, our literary luminary, Cassidy. John Knowles is a separate piece. There is a theme of man's humanity to his fellow friends. What makes this novel unique is that in the disagreements of war, Knowles never distinctly referred to blood to the blood or the gore of war he showed the consequences of war some corresponding to the nature of the war and some simply laying out how world war ii affected citizens even thousands of miles away there have been many books written about war what happens why it happens and why war should stop Knowles explains through the life of finney why war will never break off with only one death in the book a quiet one at that when Gina's responding to Finney's fall off the tree, all the book says during this emergency is holding firmly to the trunk. I took a step near him, and then my knees bounced, and I jounced the limb. Finney, has, Finney, his balance gone, swung his head to look at me for an instant with extreme interest, and then tumbled sideways, broke through the, bri through the little branches below, and hit the bank with a sickening, unnatural thud. Gene jumps the limb to see if he could make the unbeatable finny fall. 
At least, this is what Jean claims he did. This is true, but at some level, Jean was scared of Finney, of his confidence, and his ability, and his potential for breaking records. Consider Jean's paranoia over Finney seeks to make him adventurous. Jean depicts these genuine acts of friendship as attempts to prevent him from reaching the top of the academic ladder. This paranoia complements war, and that effect it is declared no one is safe. Sufficiently proven in a separate piece, there are also historical examples. The Nazi death camps, the American, Japanese, American relocation camps, and the McCarthyism of the 50s. Apparently in America, the Constitution rules until war is declared. Then paranoia and anger takes charge. When Jean had the opportunity to get back at Finney, he did, which is so human it is disheartening. Another example of man's capacity is viciousness against his fellow lepers and insanity. Leper was one of the first juniors to enlist in the army. As a devoted naturalist, he was mesmerized by the ski patrol zooming out on clean, crisp snow. When he discovered the horrible reality of war, he cracked. The students at Devon acted like the human creatures they were. It was a so it was a survival reflex. Laughing at a nightmare they will soon be forced to take part in. Picking on Leper, Brinker and his friends revealed the human need to blame someone to distract the eye from their own. A final example of man's humanity to his fellow friends, as shown in a separate piece, is the inquiry of Brinker and his panel to find out what happened the day Finney broke his leg. Gene himself says that Brinker in the proceedings, he's enjoying this, he's imagining himself justice incarnate, balancing the scales he's forgotten to justice incarnate is not only blindfolding the scales, but also blindfolding. With Finney begging him to stop, he continued to interrogate, determined to find the truth, a truth that helped no one and hurt everyone. Because Brinker insisted on proceeding with his little drama, Finney loses what was possibly one of his most precious possessions, Jean. All this drama ultimately <laughs> led to one thing, Finney's death. The marrow of Finney's bone killed him. Thus, it seems that symbolism is man's inner core with defeat. Because we are human, we are imperfect, and the perfect things among us, symbolized by Finney, cannot exist within us, so that ideal society will never become reality. This novel illustrates, to please himself, John Knowles as a separate piece demonstrates my, why men go to war and why wars cannot be stopped. This remarkable performance is accomplished with the telling of a single unique individual into